Hello and welcome to the Construction Corner Podcast. I'm Dylan, I'm your host, and on today's episode, we're going to be talking about our sixth and final piece of the six major problems within the construction industry. I know there's only going to be five podcasts through this, and we're going to cover two really in this one. So the big one that we're covering today, and let's let's go back and look at what we did in the previous podcast and what we covered. So we covered quality of young engineers, which is really talent and making sure that talent is is good and how to get you know quality engineers into your ecosystem, knowing that training is going to be a big part of what you're going to have to do for them. The economy's impact on construction was number two, both good and bad. Right now we're in a boom time. That means we have a lot more projects than we can probably handle. So the economy's impact is innate, uh, telling us that we are, you know, basically going to need to handle more projects than we currently have, and that's going to be tough for us. The third thing that we covered was older engineers being up to date. So for those older engineers, we needed to know, you know, basically how to help them update what's going on with them. So teaching them like the new tips and tricks of the industry and really keeping them up to date for us. So the next piece that we covered in the podcast was going over budget and really how profit margins are pretty slim in the AEC industry. You can look at the top 10 uh, largest firms, they're publicly traded, they're financial holdings, and really they have like one to 5% margins. So we wanna make sure, or really to help ourselves become under budget so that we can be more profitable as an industry as a whole. And the two things that we'll touch on today, the first one, and this will be really quick, is really just emerging technology. Uh, A lot of firms have a hard time in keeping up with the emerging technology. VR and AR were a big deal, you know, a few years ago, and now they've kind of gone to the wayside a little bit. If you're an engineering firm, uh, mechanical, electrical, plumbing, you're not going to need to know like VR and AR as much. That's not really a focus of yours. But if you're an architecture or design firm, even a construction firm, a general contractor, this is hugely important for you because you're going to go up against competitors that effectively are going to, this is a standard tool for them. Virtual reality and taking like a game controller and walking through a building is standard practice pretty much for a lot of the larger firms. So for you, you're going to need to be able to deliver that service and do it very consistently. So maybe not augmented reality, but virtual reality for sure is going to be something that you need to deliver on. So that's really the emerging technology. There's other things like on the construction side with robotics, being able to deliver that effectively to the job site, knowing what you're doing and uh, really having a good working product. And then on the design side, it's really design software, being able to get through models a lot faster, uh, being able to deliver a great quality product with less time. This goes to the whole like under budget thing, because again, in firms you have fixed people costs, you have fixed office costs, and then you have uh, basically fixed software and operating costs, right? Office, Revit, all those things are, are pretty much fixed based on the number of people you have. So there's no real variable costs. Like you just need to sell more than you have in expenses and you know what your expenses are up front. So pretty easy to do. 
or at least figure out how much you need to sell and how many projects you need to win. So that's really going through all the major problems so far. But the one that we're going to spend a little more time on today is turnover. So for turnover, we are talking about how what's the basically standard turnover rate throughout the AEC industry. And this, it varies a little bit. It depends on where you, you know, see it. But from it's 8 to 12% is the like typical turnover rate of a given firm within the architecture, engineering, construction industry. So with that, let's just call it 10%. And let's take a 100-person firm as an example. So with a 10% turnover rate in a 100-person firm, that means you're going to lose 10 people a year. Either, you know, people just move on to another job, they get fired, like they were doing a really bad job, or um, for different reasons. So that you lose 10, per, 10 people per year uh, on a 100-person firm. But let's say that you're also trying to grow at a 10% rate every year, meaning you're also going to need to hire an additional 10 people. With that, so you need to hire 10 people, you lose 10 people, so you're hiring 20 people a year. What often gets left out of companies is the fact that this costs money to go and find those people, hire them, bring them in. And we're not talking just salaries, hiring bonuses, um, any of their benefits. You know, maybe their salaries were higher than the people that you had in previously. So we're not just talking about like the salary rates of these people, but we're talking about what it costs to bring them in, like just getting them in the door. What does that cost? And are you budgeting for it? Most firms, the answer is probably like, no, um, according to that, the survey for consulting specifying engineer magazine, it's like 25% of all firms budget for recruiting, which that's <laughs> crazy that 75% of all firms are not budgeting for this. And I'm, I'm going to give you some numbers, so don't worry about it. So it's 4,500 bucks is what it costs to bring in a single person. That's on average. So let's say that, and I really don't know the other side of these numbers, but I'm going to throw out some examples and you can feel free to correct me. But let's say a recruiter, let you hire a recruiter. You don't have that in-house person, but let's say that you hire a recruiter. That recruiter costs 10% of whatever the salary of that person is. So let's say an engineer at let's say $75,000. So that recruiter is going to get 7,500 bucks whenever that, if they bring on an engineer. So that's kind of what you can look at for those costs. Plus all the time that we're probably not accounting for, which is the time to do interviews, taking them out to lunch um, or dinner, depending on the quality of client or quality of um, potential candidate. You know, what are you doing for them? The time that it takes, bringing them all in, you know, there is costs associated with that, both in time and effort, energy, you know, to do that as well as like a direct cash outlay. So this can vary a little bit depending on whether you have in-house recruiting or, or exterior recruiting to bring people in the door. But 4500 bucks is what it's going to take per person. So for a 100-person firm that has 10% attrition and turnover and a 10% growth rate, hiring 20 people a year means that you're spending $90,000 just to get the people in the door. Again, not bonuses, not salaries, not benefits, not their computers, not their software, nothing else just to get them in the door, it's going to cost you $90,000 per year in recruiting. And of course, that's going to go up over time, but $90,000 per year. So let's take this down to like a department. 
so of that 100-person firm, let's say you have a 10-person electrical department. That 10-person electrical department is going to lose one person a year, and you're going to need to hire an additional one, again, because you're growing. So you're going to hire two people every year, meaning you're going to spend $9,000 just in hiring people, right? You're going to spend nine grand in bringing people in the door. Again, for these numbers, I'm not sure how they calculated them, but I saw this across like AIA and Specifying Engineer and a number of other publications. Um, so that's what I'm using. It's probably just an industry average. This could be higher or lower for your firm, but it gives you a good baseline to go off of. And if you're looking to put a budget number in or a line item in your budget, uh, $4,500 is probably a really good one. So for this, 9000 bucks is what you're going to spend in your electrical department to bring people in the door. So let's say that you didn't need to bring in that additional person, meaning that let's say you lost somebody and you didn't need to bring in that other, you didn't need to replace them and to, for growth, you didn't need to go and get an additional person, right? You can handle all the work without replacing somebody or getting somebody new, right? So adding one or two people back into your department. So that would save you $9,000. But how are you going to do that? Like if your workload is so high that you really need that maybe just replacement person, so that's 4,500 bucks and it's going to take you three months to do that. Like what are you doing in the meantime, right? Is everybody just working 60 hours a week to get the projects out the door? Um, this can really bring down morale in the firm because everyone's working really long hours. They're not seeing their family and they're not going to the ball games. They're not going to soccer tournaments. Um, time really like drains on them. And yes, people can do that for a while. They can do that for a little bit, but over an extended period of time, it becomes really tough to kind of keep that pace of work up working 50, 60 hours a week, especially if you're not getting recharged by seeing your family and you're probably still coming in on weekends or something like that, like in the mornings to make things happen, um, unless you just really hate being at home, which means that person is not happy to begin with, so they're probably not a great employee. So you got to kind of look at the whole picture of what's happening with these individuals, with your company, and really how you can help improve um, that piece. So how are you going to get through those three months? I mean, for... That's really why, like, my company, you know, Cowbunga Studios developed product to speed through design for, like, electrical engineers because really that's the only solution that I have seen in the marketplace to solve this problem, right? Like, how else are you going to get through it? You can work harder or you can be more efficient. Like, the job still has to get done. You still know all the tasks that you have to do. How else are you going to do it other than more people farming it out? or you have a better process. Like those are the three options that I see in the industry. There's really nothing else. You just work harder, which that's everyone's like default because they don't know any better, or you find a solution that will automate what you do so that you're able to really improve your whole process, your whole efficiencies, and that's everything that we've talked about in these six major problems. The biggest thing to solve it, like you need more time. You need more time to be looking at emerging technology. You need more time for training those young engineers. You need more time to sit with the older engineers and teach them Revit and the updates to the NEC. Like you need to go to these courses and figure out what the updates are so that you can design the buildings correctly and you don't have to deal with it in construction where it costs you and the firm a lot of money and time. Like these are the things that you need time back for. 
and I don't know how else to say it, like time is the only thing that in construction we're really exchanging, right? We have a fixed fee in the most case, in most cases for most projects, we have a fixed fee, a fixed cost. Like you, the only variable in there is time. Like how much does it take you? So if it takes you more, which is what we historically see is it takes you more time. So you go over budget. You don't, you're now not profitable because it takes you way more time. You have more people, you know, they want higher salaries because they're working longer hours. That's what this like comes down to is you're working longer hours. People want more pay because they're doing more basically because you're not as efficient to get through projects or there's a lot of changes <clears throat> that you're also not getting paid for. So like you have to encompass all of these and the really the only solution is to become more efficient or hire more people, which more people adds higher costs versus like a software solution, no matter what, like no matter how like expensive or quote expensive that software solution might be, it's never going to be as much as a person, right? You're never going to have to deal with personal issues. You're never going to have to deal with like them being late or being bad. Like it'll work every single time. That's the beauty of software and having all these like rules built into the background and understanding of how a building goes together and really how construction drawings get put together. So that's it. We're addressing turnover as well as all these other problems within the industry. Uh, but turnover is huge. Really, it comes down to culture. You know, how well are you treating people? Are you taking the time out to help them to care about them, care about their family, like understand where they are, um, you know, have all of those personal interactions, like even in your company, are you taking the time to be personal? Are you taking the time to understand where they are? Are you taking the time to like understand what their weekends look like? You know, what their hobbies look like? Do you have, do you talk to them about it? Whether you necessarily like it or not, like one of the guys that I used to work with loves working on his trucks. Like, I don't know the first thing about like how to take apart an engine don't ask me to do that. Like it's, <laughs> I might be able to change my oil, but, um, I still have people do that. Like, it's not, not something I do, but this guy loved it. And like, I can appreciate cars. I typically, or I used to know like a lot more specs on a lot more cars. And I, I lost that now, but from not being around that guy really. So like he loved it and I knew that he loved it and I liked hearing about it. It was cool for me to hear and listen to. So I spent the time to you know, ask him a few questions and he would go on for like 10 minutes and we built a great rapport, great relationship because of that. It's pretty simple and easy to do. You just have to take the time out to make that happen. Right. And then that guy is, he's a great person, great friend, loyal, you know, and it's vice versa. It's reciprocal in that relationship. So it's, it goes a long way to like reach out and be kind, be nice, think of people. It's, it's not that hard. Like, and even if it seems maybe a little cliche or a little out there, like just do it, just go out there and talk to them, you know, send them the little notes, you know, think about their family. Um, if they've mentioned something before, bring it up. It's not all that hard. Like, yes, it takes some thought. Yes. It takes some mental energy to make that happen, but I know you can do it. So that's going to be this episode of the podcast. You can lower turnover. If you lower it, from 10% to 5%, that cuts your costs in half, right? So for that 100-person firm, you're going to save 45 grand by cutting your uh, turnover in half. And then if you pull in some software and become more efficient in how you do things, you're also going to not need as many people on the growth side of things. You can still grow without 
needing those additional people. So your your top line is going to grow without your bottom line, or your top line is going to grow without your expenses increasing along with that top line growth, meaning you're going to have a healthier, better bottom line. And that is going to be the wrap for this podcast. Thank you all for listening. And until next time.